さあゲームの時間だやっしゃ、アドリー、AKA、ドーク・ネクロフェディーズ、AKA、69 was a valid answer. That was a valid answer. We're going to spend a long time talking about that. 69 was a valid answer. Also, the fact that I'm using like, Dork Necrophades is kind of questionable given the fact that I don't think they actually use Zork's full name. They don't, at all but during it's, this. It's, it's still valid. And it's going to be about three years before you're able to use that name again. So it's true. Might as well get it out now. I come、uh, back in three years. It is Zork Necrophades.、Uh, yeah. So,、uh, Audrey, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, your experience with Yu Gi Oh? Oh, my God. <laughs>、um, <laughs> yeah, sure.、Um, I got into、uh, Yu Gi Oh! almost two full decades ago.、Um, I was watching it on Kids WB. Like, I woke up at 8 a.m. every Saturday to watch it. It was the first thing on the block.、Um, and then. I would say I started reading、um, Shonen Jump, actually, the actual、uh, magazine Shonen Jump. I would go into Barnes and Noble and buy every、oh, single、nice. month. And the first、uh, one I read actually had the、um, Death T chapter in it with the laser tag.、Hmm. Um, the one and, with the baby? Yeah, and Honda's weird perverted nephew. Yeah.、Um, What? Oh, that was in there? Yeah. Yeah, go read the manga. Yeah. yeah, Honda has a baby nephew who's a big old pervert and like, only looks at Anzu's boobs. It's fine. And his name is Minoru Mineta. <laughs> Fuck. A baby. Feel old yet? This is where he is now.、Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I've been like, this has been my main fandom for almost two decades. I never stopped loving it. Um, reading the manga got me really, really into it. And specifically, I was really, really into the characters of Ryo and Bakura.、Um, I refer to them that way because that's how fandom generally refers to them, because calling them all Bakura is just a pain in the ass. It's the same way. Ryo, Ryo being the nice, handsome young man,、exactly. and Bakura being the bad、huh. one. Yes, right, exactly.、Cool. Some people, I mean, you can also say Bakura or Yami Bakura, but it's just a lot of Bakura. So I say Ryo and Bakura. It's a common thing that the fandom does. It's、um, Bakura and the cooler Bakura. <laughs> Which one's the cooler one? Up to you. Yeah, so I'm like still super into it, like、um, all these years later.、Um, and I can basically like quote. These chapters of the manga, like word for word.、Uh, so that's me. Well, it's good、right. to have a bona fide Yu Gi Oh! expert on the show for the first time in our entire history. <laughs> yeah, finally, someone knows what they're talking about. I'm actually, it was really good to realize that we're, we're going to be doing this podcast for like the next 10 years of our lives or something. And I was like, hell yeah, 
that is how long I want to be talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! For. Oh yeah, like we get to yeah. watch our numbers go up. Like we're gonna yeah. be maybe we'll even be asking ma- on Max Fun by the end, and we'll get to say no. Oh my God, because <laughs> we'd rather not. Uh, yeah, like the the main Yu-Gi-Oh! series is like five seasons with forty plus episodes each. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. Hell yeah! So join us on this journey. The journey the is only, just the only begun. way out is to die. You yeah. either play or you die. If if you lose the game, you die in real life. Sure, all that. Do you want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh? Let's talk Hell about yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Let's talk about episode twenty-five of season zero: a new development, Attack of the Handsome Young Man. That's such a, a handsome name. young man. That's what my grandma says whenever I go show up to her house. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> The episode starts with Joey. He's after going through the weird death tower. He feels alive and ready to game. And he and flexes. Jacked. Yeah, it just he just <laughs> he he did that. Um, and I like how he's like, "Oh, it's great! I did that!" And everyone's like, "Bitch, we did it together! Fuck off, Joey!" <laughs> we were all there. <laughs> um, actually, before we get into it, can I ask if anyone here has dungeon mastered before? I've attempted a couple times. Okay. I have. Okay, we can, we can get into this real DM shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll I'll be the one who's get excluded this time. How fun. I've de- I've tried a l- bunch of failed campaigns for like PBTA stuff. PB- uh PBTA is a really good system though for first time DMs. Yeah. It's like very gentle. Mm-hmm. It just feels like something just DMing in general, something that's like infinitely more difficult than you originally think it is when you actually try it. Yeah. No, I mean, most of my notes are just how how Bakura can't balance an encounter, and I hate it. Um, and that's the real evil in this world. So yeah, let's get on with it. Yeah. So uh, they're they're talking about Death Tea. Uh, Bakura shows up. Like does like Bilbo Baggins? Rio, I guess we. Or, oh, y- you can do yeah. whatever you want. I, mean, I was I, just I, I I call them Bakura and Zork, but that's that's just yeah, me. that's what I wrote in my notes. Anyway, uh, Bakura doesn't go to the toilet. <laughs> like. Bakura starts to run off, and like Joey's like, maybe he's going to the bathroom, and Mio's like, no, never. Bakura does not poop. Which yeah, he like excuses himself because he feels the dark influence, and and just just a nice thing to say about him. He doesn't poop. It's true. Doesn't did anyone see how he does like Bilbo Baggins' face? Like you know that bad shot from Fellowship of the Ring oh, where God, Bilbo Baggins' face, like, and it's really bad. Like Bakura does that, and yeah, he just like flashes an evil face. I hate it. Yeah, and then he goes to mm. not shit in the toilet, which I mean is true. Miho was right that he wasn't shitting, but yeah, it's just a mild case of possession. <laughs> just a normal one. Yeah, and and like he's talking to he's talking to his dark spirit, and he's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I am you." And then he's just kind of chill with it. Yeah, he's like, "Okay, whatever." It's Next fine. Scene is at the gym, and the gym teacher really fucking sucks. I was like, I thought this was the finale. Why are they just introducing some other villain that Yami's going to defeat? And I was wrong. I'm glad I was wrong. I just don't like look at this dude. Yeah, he makes like he makes like Joey Bakura and Tristan do this weird bunny hop thing where he ties their hands behind their back. And yeah. when they said bunny hopping, I just thought of like like FPS bunny hopping. Oh, absolutely. You've just got to constantly jump across the you course. you got to preserve your momentum when you go around the track. He's, Karita, the coach Karita, is actually yes. um, even worse in the manga. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so he's, like, 
the way Bakura is introduced is in the in this anime is is different than the manga where it happens mm -hmm. all at once as opposed to being spread over like all these other episodes where other stuff's going on right um so like Bakura is introduced he's immediately like flocked by girls who think he's cute and he's like very uncomfortable with like the entire thing um and like Karita sees him and like it's it's at like the same scene and like pulls him aside and like grabs him by the hair and says like something about like are you a boy or are you a girl and if i see you with hair just like out of regulation again i will cut it off myself oh my god, oh my god. Like, yeah he's like holding him along by his hair and it's like really bad yeah so, he's not a great teacher his hair is beautiful no. hey talk about Karina that deserved it yeah, yeah Karina fucking deserved it, it. you should have stayed in the game but... Yeah, so like in the in the anime, um, Bakura is late to class because you know he was sick because he was fucking possessed. <laughs> you Bakura, he was taking a really big shit. Um, yeah, and it's like he's like late to class, and Karita's like, "Fuck you, you're late to class. Do a hundred laps around the track." And like the game squad come forward and like stand up for Bakura. They're like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? This guy is uh sick. You can't just fucking do this." Um. And it's really sweet, and I love my gang, and I love the power yeah. of friendship and all that, which is, you know, why I watch this series. Mm -hmm. And then Karita reveals to them that, like, Bakura is dangerous to be friends with, and that the reason that he's been transferring schools is because everyone he knows falls into comas after a while, and, you know, it, it'd be like that sometimes. It does. It really do be like that sometimes. It, it's just a coincidence, you know? It just happens. It's, an, it's normal. You hate it when that happens to you? Happens to the best of us. Oh, yeah. I think he he go yeah he goes home after gym class because he feels sick because he's, he's fucking this, possessed. He's got this weird doll display in the background and like there are there are two scenes that I I wanted to discuss the official English manga translation for, mm -hmm. and this one was one of them. <laughs> um, and what's anyone talking about? Because I was in the sunken place and missed. Saying oh that. yeah. It's, it's, so now they're like, they're back. He's like back at his apartment now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And yeah. he, like, and he hears, like, the spirit of the ring, like, talking to him again. And Although, so, again. Did you talk about their sick as fuck friendship poses? It's good. Okay. That's fine. Carry on. As long as we just acknowledge the fact that they all pose because they love Bakura and want to go to his house and hell yeah. Bakura's arguing more with his evil self, and his evil self is like, Oh, but I've always been giving you what you want. You yeah. said you've always wanted friends close to you, and I've been doing just that. And it like pans <laughs> to this shot of all the dolls, or it shows them in the background of it. And also, like it does briefly show a tiny Bakura, and he looks really good. Um, what's the translation? So, so yeah, so in in the manga, this is like the the official. I, I want to kiss the official translator. For uh, for this like chapter, it's so good. Um, he so the, this whole this whole like relationship is very transactional to the spirit of the ring. He ref officially refers to uh, Rio as Yadanushi, which translates to either host or as landlord. Uh -huh. So um, he is in his mind, the spirit of the ring is like officially paying rent by granting Rio's wishes which are to get rid of his bullies and to have friends to play with by his side forever. 
So the the way the translation goes in the official English manga is they're in um, the bathroom at school, actually having this conversation. And Rio, uh, at some point, they're they're discussing it, and you know, the spirit of the ring is just like, yeah, I've been inside you for like all this time. And Rio's like, get out, get out of my body, and. The spirit of the ring counters by saying, now, now, landlord, don't be like that. Believe me when I say it feels good in here, in you. And it's, mm. it's like really something. It's a lot is the thing. It's a lot. Um, it's good. Oh, and the other important thing about this scene, which does not get mentioned at all, is that it happens while Rio's like, writing something and it's doing like it looks like he's doing his homework but what he's actually doing like officially as per the manga is writing a letter to his dead sister Amine who died in a car crash okay Uh, yeah so yeah there's a little fun fact for you this poor soft boy does not deserve all of this he's just been through a whole lot huh he gets the rough end of the uh of the stick in this series Poor lad. Yeah, so it certainly draws the short straw of the deck. Mm, nope, didn't. Yeah, didn't okay, no, no, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I tried, tried, and I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't good. Um, yeah. So is this a point at which um, Bakura gets or Rio gets taken over by Nasi Bakura and goes and um fucks up Karita for being a mean-ass gym coach. He gets his comeuppance. Yeah, and it's just like a really quick um, scene in in the anime, sort of between, you know, the game squad decide, yeah, let's all go to Bakura's let's all go to Bakura's house. Um, There's that scene with Bakura, and then he sort of quickly, seemingly goes, like, to school and, like, abducts Karita into a mini and then goes back in time to answer his apartment door to um, Yugi yeah, and the gang. It, it, it's, it's, like it's, how, it's like how Daenerys, like, just kind of warped to the wall and mm-hmm. pretend I know what I'm talking about. I yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just like, you know, remember when? Yeah, exactly, remember all when? that. So there, there is, there is the, the scene is that sort of uh, Rio hears the doorbell it's like, oh fuck, like my friends are here, this isn't gonna go well, cause um Evil is gonna fuck shit up and sort of stumbles to the door, but then by the time we get to him answering the door, it's it's nasty Bakura and he's here and he's like, mm, hello, come into my house. Mm, I've got this lovely cask in my basement. Would you like to take a sip? I've never read Castle of Montadillo, <laughs> but I'm assuming that's what it's yeah. like. Hey, the thing is that it's exactly what it's like. <laughs> okay. You nailed it. Yeah, and so they go into his house, and he's just got like all these amiibos. Basically, I think that's what Argyle said. Collection. Yeah, just hundreds of he's amiibos. Like, it's it's literally the casket, uh, except uh, it's like instead of wine, it's like mm, I've got this lovely game, and Genochi's like, yes, game. It's cask of amiibo to do- amiibo to lotto. The cast of amiibo. God, they are amiibos! Shit! Yeah, they are. Yeah, I actually spent, like, complete um, while I was watching the episode, like, I paused it and, like, started seeing if I could find, like, actual little mini figurines that were like these ones of, like, Yugi and the gang. And, like, I just ended up finding loads of, like, just horny magician girl figures that I did not like to see or look yeah. at, but... 
Yeah. I wish I could get little ones like those in real life. And they, they, they still have the orb of confusion where they, like, can't tell that evil Bakura is not really Bakura, even though he's, like, looks like a goblin. He's such a freaking gremlin, I hate him. Yeah, it's like, Yugi kind of notices whenever, like, they go into Bakura's, like, sick-as-fuck gaming room, um, yeah. with, like, huge, sick-ass, like, um, D&D table, which is very cool to see. It's really cool. Um, and, like, there's, there's like, um, Bakura goes over and is like, pick out your characters, your figurines, and, like, they go over and Yugi's kind of, like, at that point is like, hmm, Bakura seems different. Oh, well, time to game. I'm so sad. Of all people, it should have been Yugi to figure that out. Yeah. In the manga, he, like, Bakura, like, very specifically and lovingly handcrafts these figures for them. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. God. Like, they all look like he's he's a really yeah. big artist. Like, he's a big figurine artist, and he makes all of his figures. Yeah. And oh he's, God. like, like, they said they're interested in playing at school, so he, like, goes and makes these lovingly crafted figures. Oh, I do want to quickly at that give a shout out to my friend Ari who sculpts um, mini figurines for like TTRPGs and who made one the other day that like the figurine was like for like old witch crone but it has Margaret Thatcher's face. Oh my god! Oh my god. So shout, out, shout out to Ari. Um, like yeah, let's to talk about that. the character classes that they pick for the cool D and D game. Yeah, we're the cool D and D game of Monster Warrior. Yeah, oh, I just hear Monster Hunter World every single time. I'm like, hey, I know that game. It wants fun. Why is Miho here? Why? Hey, 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 Audrey, you just described all of season zero. What? No, I mean, here's the thing. Mio actually, like, had had purpose in the manga for, like, a couple... I, listen, I know you don't like her. her like, no, she, she's grown just, on me. I just think, like... The geez. arcs that she's in, but, like, she was not in this arc, and she shouldn't be here. She adds nothing to this. I mean, I... Yeah. I I can only imagine the reason why is because it's the finale, so like it'd be really weird to just like yeah. exclude her all of a sudden. Yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Record scratch. Miho is in the manga. Miho is absolutely in the manga, yeah. Okay. Just not like, in this part. I don't just not in this part, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember her for I've like I've read it once. I need to read I wanna like get the official English translation. Ribbon Chan. Ribbon Chan. Yeah, no, she's in the manga and Honda has to crush on her and everything. And she's like she's relevant up to like the Isono or, or who whatever the teacher is. Oh, she's like oh, jealous uh, of her. Yeah. So she's oh, like yeah, relevant yeah. up to that arc. Because that all happens just, in the like, manga. The middle of the season. She's just like hmm. not in half of it then. Basically I mean she I know she's in the beginning of this because she has a crush on Bakura. Right. Like that you know that he doesn't poop. That's part he that that's part of the manga as well. And Honda's like, <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Um but then Bakura's like I hate being the center of attention, and also I'm very sick. Don't associate with me. Goodbye. Um, so um, Honda gets over that as well. But yeah, no, she she's there at the beginning of this arc, but like she's not involved in the game. Okay, yeah, that like really explains why to me that like Miho is good in like some places in the anime, but just yeah. like completely good in other places. Where I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. What are you why doing is Miho here? here? Yeah. So um, like, because I really like her Thank sometimes. You for enlightening us. Yeah, we're learning things. God. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yes, Yu-Gi-Oh! playing a half a Yu-Gi-Oh! scholar. I yeah. got. This is embarrassing to admit. I did get distracted, but I do need to point out that Joey went with the most generic thing possible: fucking warrior human. Ugh. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, we're, we'll, the character classes. Joey went with Warrior Human because you know he's not creative. Um, if only that's it fine, was Warrior Male. He focuses male. his energies more on dismantling <laughs> capitalism, so it's fine. It's some good socialist Joey moments in this episode. Yeah. Okay. I I heard something. I I thought you said Joey nuts in this episode. <laughs> my audio got weird for a second. I mean, <laughs> why not? Why not both? Fork in Rostos. Sarah, of all people, it's more on brand for you to say that, okay? In my defense. All right. Honda gets a gun, and Miho yeah, gets a bikini. Honda's class is gun. Miho, Miho's like fairy merchant, and... Yeah. Uh, and also... an elf sorcerer, yeah. What, what is Yugi? Yugi's a little, like... Half-elf, and it's like this sort of magician thing. He, right. it's... He's... In in the manga, and it makes sense if you look at what he actually does, it's Beast Tamer. I was, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, it's like absolutely no magic, tamer. just as Beast stuff. Yeah, it's Beast Tamer. He's just a blue mage. He does just like big hand massage friend make powers, and it's extremely good. Um, like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Like, he just like rubs you until you become a friend, and it's like... Now that's <laughs> something right there. <laughs> hmm. There's your episode title, Rub Until You Become a Friend. That's not, it's not what I meant, but... Sarah, you're uh, on it today. He has hands of friendship. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> so, okay. So he so they, they pick their characters. Bakker explains the rules of D&D to them and says, if the players are wiped out, the Dark Master wins. And I'm like, yeah, that's how D&D works. That's how D&D oh, works. Oh, wins and everyone dies. Yeah. Anzu's <laughs> like a, a mage thing, and she does look kind of like Dark Magician Girl. A little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, whenever I first watched these episodes, I just, like, took a fuck ton of screen caps of, like, yeah. Bakura saying, like, curse Dark Master shit and, like, sent it to my D&D players, like, ha 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 Tag yourself. So, yeah, they play D&D, and it's fucking good. Or, well, they play... And what, you, you said something in the chat, like, a few days ago about, like, oh, what yeah. this game was. I was talking about, like, observing, like, how this game seems to work. Like, it's got a sort of D100 system, like, uh, yeah, it's I percentile. guess the first thing that comes to mind are the 40k RPGs and stuff. Uh, yeah, you have, you have two D10s, one for the ones place, one for the tens place. The yeah. lower number is better. Yeah. They, zero zero is a crit, 99 is a fail. It doesn't seem to be clear if they have any actual, like, stats besides abilities and HP. Bold of you to assume that this game has rules. Bold of you to assume that any <laughs> game they've ever played in this show has rules. Damn, you're right though. <laughs> yeah, they have they have HP and, and they're all level one and that's absolutely meaningless. But so I'm so I'm so mad that like uh Yugi has more HP than Anzu and Miho. Like, excuse me. Like like this yeah. this 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 tiny boy should not be having like one of the highest HPs in this I can it's excuse it for, like, Miho, just because, like, her class seems to be, like, more, more like, she seems more like a face class. Like, Miho's if you were to use her in a game, capitalism. you would use her for, like, charisma role mm-hmm. and stuff. Miho is the embodiment of capitalism. Yeah. 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 Uh, Miho is there to uh, enforce capitalism to counter uh, Joe's socialist leanings. Yeah. yeah. And that's why uh, she's gone in the next anime. Well, oh, I, I like. It seems like really like this really fancy ass board. Like they, he. It seems like he sculpted it himself and like 
He probably Instead did. Of, like constructed it from parts or something, but like it has like all the it has like a flip thing. It's it's amazing. It, it, it's very it, yeah. high tech. There's all very these cool to see. There, there's all these buildings in it, and all of the buildings like the tops of them come off to reveal like the villagers inside. Yeah. Or like the doors open to reveal like the inside the castle. It's like yeah. very lovingly crafted because. Even the spirit of the ring is a big giant dork. Yeah. So, like, yeah. They all whether it's whether it's Rio or Bakura, like whichever one you want to refer to it to, some combination of the two of them lovingly made this entire game. So oh, absolutely. it kind of reminds me how like the guy who does the mount who does the mouse guard comics, he does like whenever he designs a new area, he'll make like this paper craft model of it. It's, yes, it's I really like the papercraft toilets from the Vice Guide website. Oh my god, they're so cute! I love that game. We should play that game. Yeah, we anyway, should. Anyway, um, uh, Anzu is like, we gotta go to the village and ask questions because she like knows about the tropes of yeah, RPGs. Yeah, she, she understands yeah. how it works. When you say game, when I say gamer, you say girl, gamer, girl, girl. What <laughs> I, it also just like really interesting to me because it's basically trying to explain what tabletop RPGs are like to, like, an audience that likely doesn't know what they are, because, like, just because, like, it's late 90s Japan, it's not a very popular thing there. And, let's see. I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, especially, like, having to use, like, JRPGs as a sort of comparison model, which was something they used back then to, like, help get people into them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, it feels very Dragon Questy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, 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 it's like that very like classic '90s, like '80s '90s, like super tropey, like the basically origins of JRPGs, and I very like it. So yeah, so they go into town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes five turns, in which nothing happens from Bakura's side either. Oh yeah, just... I feel like the only time that they real, they, yeah. He's just like he's like okay. Whatever. Auntie's like I want to go into town, and Bakura's like okay. That takes five turns. Okay. Okay. That, um, that takes a number. Do you yeah. think? Yeah. Um, so they they go into town and they go into the village and like ask about, and then they meet this uh, mini, which looks suspiciously like Karita, which you know hmm, it's a bit yeah. weird, and you know it's a bit weird that he says, "Well, Sammy, you turn me into a figurine," and you know just. Must be fine, you know. I don't know what that's about. It's fine. It's it's fine it's, because Bakura's yeah. the one who's making it talk. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, that Bakura. What a wacky dude. He's really good at voices. He's not questioning. Yeah, it's they all have the orb of confusion for a while. Bakura's yeah. just really good at throwing his voice. He does not He has a lot of talents. Um, and I also guess he has like some kind of telepathy between himself and, like, the spirits he's captured in the minis. Probably. He's like, yeah. Play your role, you're just a villager! Um, and then Karita, who, you know, has, spoiler alert, has been turned into a miniature, tells them about some evil stuff up in the castle and stuff like that. So they decide mm-hmm. to go there. Yeah. They go um, there, they find, um... I think they get a random encounter and it's like, yeah. just... Shows like how the role system works and and like stuff they can do. Miho just finds a bag of money. <laughs> yeah, with a, yeah. With, like a really bad role too. She got like a seventy six. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just I, Bakura easing them into the game. I really like this scene because it's like it shows the classic scene of like 
kind of whenever you introduce people to D&D, because like I did this like a few weeks ago, I like got a group together who'd like never played before and like kind of showed them how to, how to do things. And like, it is a really good feeling whenever um, you first play a TTRPG and you kind of realize you can kill things in the game and it's like the fucking best thing ever yeah. um mm-hmm. like i think i talked about this in the last episode where like the first time i played a monk and like our first encounter and like just some bandits were on the road and i like kicked them in the balls three turns in a row and he fucking died and i was like oh my god i love tabletop role playing <laughs> i think one of the first things i ever did in tabletop rpg was like play a rogue and like sort of like manipulate a an NPC into buying, like, these fake potions that were just colored water. And I felt really glad about that. Like, a lot of the players around me who were more experienced commented that, like, he does a lot of stuff that seems t- completely ridiculous, but he always just manages to get the rolls. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just really like seeing all the squad just really get into it. I'm like, yes! They're true gamers. Yeah, they're all having a, t- a really good time. They're just like, I like playing games with my friends. It's and, yeah, after that, they find the unconscious guy. Yeah. And find- yeah, the unconscious guy is like... One, there's one other thing that needs to be mentioned. Yugi does like use his magic powers to turn one of the enemies into an ally at this point, I think. Oh yeah, he does the hand massage thing and gets a little... Yeah. Uh, he gets boy-o. pokey. He gets pokey. Pokey's good and... Fe- I. I- Feels like a sort of proto Karibo almost. A little bit. Absolutely yeah. is. And I like how kind of throughout the rest of the episode, Pokey is just like, ah, master, and like kind of says some stuff about like the world and like helps give information and like just is really cute. And you know, we love Pokey. We love Pokey here. We are all love Pokey. <laughs> Cast, we Tonight we will po- eat at Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they, they talk to this like injured person and they all like decide to help them, even though half of them are like, we probably shouldn't trust this random stranger we found in the middle of the road. Anzu's the only one with a brain in this entire group. What could possibly go wrong? Anzu's like, this is almost definitely a trap. And like, no, you think? And Jonochi and Honda are like, but the sword that can defeat Zork is in the forest. He just said so. We gotta go get it. We gotta go. So- so maybe you're the dumb one really here, Anzu. So they do go in the forest, and would you believe it? It was a trap. What? Can't believe um, that. Um, yeah, so like they, they kill the monsters and stuff, and then bad guy behind them suddenly like transforms into Dark Monster Zork, who <laughs> is sometimes called Zoku in the subtitles, but we're gonna call Yeah, him we're gonna Zork. call him Zork. It's he, just better. I have to say, this is the most absolutely like most ridiculous looking version of Zork. Zork I is wearing pants and imagine. a single suspender strap. Yeah, he's Zork's- just like he does not. He does he, not give off an aura of t- uh, Zork. To no, not at all. I mean, the only thing I can really say is he looks kind of like some sort of Final Fantasy boss, maybe. And I like, guess that's what they were going yeah, for. Like, like a mid-boss. Idiot. Mm. And then look at Mike Hagar from Final Fight, and they are the same character. Mm. I've just remembered that suspender means something different in American English, and is not right. a type of lingerie. Oh. It's like right. garter belts, right? 
Yeah, it's garter belts. So whenever you said that, I was like, what? I don't remember Zorg with like a suspender on. Now that would be cooler. I'd I like mean, that. that is that is what Dio wears in oh Stardust Crusaders. So this this version of Zork honestly makes me think of like Toon Summon Skull. It does. <laughs> it does. Like it that's what he looks especially like. Especially later on. Yeah, later yeah. on. Too. Well, no, that he looks like regular summon skull. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like this version of Dirt, he has like this long face and like a really goofy smile, He's like and he a looks mullet, like almost. He looks goofy as hell. Yeah. He looks like Toon Summon Skull, and it's not a good look. Yeah, um, I like how goofy it is actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it, it, it fits a tone. Like the, even when the show is serious, it still like has some dumb, funny moments. So I mean, it's good. Embodiment of evil, but make it fashion. Yeah. <laughs> so they go off against Zork, but it's like not a very long fight. Yeah, they kind of get their butts whooped. Yeah. And does Miho kind of die Literally. instantly? Till uh, Junage gets a uh, super critical, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they think like, oh, we've won. Nope. They barely did any damage, but they did do damage, and this is important damage. They damaged uh, Zork's arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of, it's a Chekhov's gun for later yeah. that we'll come back to and reflect yeah. on. So Jonochi cuts like a slice of flesh off of Zork's arm. Again, different in the manga. In the manga, his entire like left hand gets cut off. Again. Ooh. Which makes yeah, more sense so, considering what happens later. Which makes, so, yeah. Which yeah. makes more sense for the Chekhov's gun, but yeah. for now he takes he takes a off a slice of Zork's arm, and then that slice of his arm uh, turns into a new monster. Is this huh. like when is it that um, Miho's soul gets taken and transferred into her mini? Oh, that's it's... right. As they get their butts whooped, I think Miho is the first. Actually, Miho's the first one. Right. As they, as they get basically as they get their butts whooped, I think he offers like some weird. I can't remember if he gives an offer or something, but, like, let me just check my notes just to be sure. But Miho is the first one, but the point is, as they play the game, like, the group of friends start to, like, get sucked into their minis. Like, yeah. Oh, like, you know what? Yeah. Like, he just starts rolling super criticals. That's what happens. Oh, that's it. And he's like, so he starts rolling, so Bakura starts rolling super criticals because he's a nasty cheat. Um, <laughs> and, um... Zork's special move in this game is separating souls from their bodies in real life. Surprise. Oh. Um, Where's that so... in the monster manual, eh? Huh. <laughs> yeah. So Miho's the first to go down. Yeah, so Miho, Miho goes down and Yugi's like, oh shit, this is a Yami no Gim. Um, finally. Um, and then, like, I, I really like how Honda's Soul gets separated from his body because Hana just attacks without yeah, waiting he, he for his turn. And Bakura is like, How dare you attack without the game master's permission? Attacking without the, the game master's adversary. permission is disrespect to the game and just like transfers his soul to the mini. And it's just a really adversarial DM. Joey yeah. just rolls a one, essentially. He rolls a super failure. Yeah, he fumbles because he gets nervous. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like that one stand from JoJo's that can control you when you have a, when you're afraid. Yeah. He doesn't believe yeah. in the heart of the dice, and he, he, he shows his fumbles. sign of fear and rolls a ninety-nine. 
Um, yeah. No fear. What if I roll bad? One fear. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, as they catch on, Anzu and Yugi decide, you know what? Let's become the figures willingly. Put me in, coach. But Vicar's like, oh, but if you do that, who will roll the dice? If you all roll the dice, no one's going to roll the dice. You lose by default. And, and Yugi's then, like, I don't care. Just do it, idiot. So <laughs> he's like, he Shia LaBeouf it, was, do it. Or Count Dooku voice, do it. Do it. Excuse me, Sarah, that was Emperor Palpatine, not Count Dooku. And I think you mean Doku? You mean Dooku. (laughs) Count Dork. Count Dork. Uh, So then, like... Hello, naughty children, it's murder time. (laughs) It's so good. Like, the transformations, like, the last one is just as good as this one, because, like, he willingly does it. He knows exactly what's going to happen. And, like, Booker's like, huh? In the... In the manga, he's actually like look. At, he actually looks at like all of their collapsed bodies. He just does it all at once. I forget what the context is, but he does it all at once, and they all like chumps. And he like stands up and actually walks over to Yugi's body and like is has almost like grabbed the puzzle when it Holy like shit. starts when it starts shining and Yami oh, shows man. up and he's like, "Hey, wait a second. I, it's me. I like the one. I like this version a little more just because like. I'm doing it. I'm going Yami. Yeah, no, he's, he's completely willing. And so I, Yami's the one controlling all of them in the game now. Yeah. And the real game begins. That's pretty good. That's the transition to the, the second of these three episodes. Is We were going to do Queen of Games, but I think we might be putting it off. No, that, that's only it. a segment for when the three gamers of the show are on. Uh, um, on the off chance, Aubrey, do you have anything you've been playing lately? Uh, yeah, um, I have been playing uh, Rage, actually, oh. which is a 2015 Bethesda game. Um, Did Rage come out in 2015? Are you kidding me? 2015, huh. baby. Oh my god, um, I'm shrivel into dust. Feel old so yet? Old. No, this I, is Rage I feel a lot less old ago, than I thought it would. Um, I feel young. I got approximately an hour and a half into the game before I had my first Bethesda glitch that made me die. Um, I was in a car and I was going in reverse and then I hit a wall and then I was launched into the sky. And then I stayed in the sky. And I was like, well, literally, guess I'll die, which is what I did when I got out of the car and fell the hundred feet to my death. Wait, okay, no, Rage came out in 2011. Yeah, it? I looked it up. I was like, "That I swear that cannot be right." So, like, Rage came out when I first started college, and I was like, "Really?" I college three years. I thought ago. it was two thousand three. Huh? I think they might have ported it to newer systems then. Maybe, but, maybe that's uh, what yeah. I'm thinking of because I remember seeing something that was like 2015 for it because I remember looking it up as well. But anyway, yeah. So uh, it's aged well, at least I guess. I mean, it's yeah. it, listen. There's nothing brilliant about it. Um, it. I was saying it has like a Borderlands aesthetic with like a Fallout story, um, but I think it's like a fairly standard like yeah. first-person shooter RPG. Yeah. Like, but it's fun. I'm enjoying playing it. So video games is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. We should probably just continue on because yeah, go on. it is 45 minutes into the episode and we have done one out of three. So we <laughs> yeah, let's keep, keep going. It going. Okay, so... Um, so episode 26, uh, The Rivals Clash, The Biggest Pinch. I mean, it kind of makes sense, because, like, 
Yami Yugi and Yami Bakura are, you know, at it, and it's yeah. good. It's good. Um, and like this is the first time that Yugi has like met Yami. He's like, so that's what I look like. Yeah. It's, it's, really good. it's really so good. good. I'm so happy about it. It's Pohitori no Boku. Yeah. Also, throughout the episode, Yami has like this close up where his mouth looks like a little purse, and he looks like the very polite cat. Yeah, that that that's exactly the joke I made when I posted the call for questions on Tumblr. I love it so I much. Thank you for doing that. He looks very polite and good at games. Yeah, and so yeah, so like the, at the start of the episode, um, like um, Yami just kind of appears in the sky um, above the game board where everyone is like there as a mini from their perspective, and just like he kind of like skypes in from the sky, yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and Yuki's like, "Oh my god, it's like big me! Oh, that's so cool!" And like, I just I love having me for the first time, and it's the start of a yeah, beautiful friendship like that develops over the rest of the series. And like my entire investment in Yu-Gi-Oh is because I really love the relationship between Yami and Yugi, and they get to meet for the first time. But I haven't taken a breath me. in like twenty five words, and it's just very good. That was good. It's- I I like so to good. hear it. Yeah. And they have like a little telepathic chat about like unity and like, lend me your power and I'm going to win because I'm yummy and I'm cool and it's good. And then he hangs up from the sky. <laughs> Bye. From the play. Skype. Yeah! <laughs> okay. I get it. So at this point, I think there's like another fight and Yugi does like the beast tamer conversion roll on a dragon. And but the chances are so incredibly low for him. So Yami does like take does like this weird dice trick where he throws the dice and spins them like a top. It's and like one of them stops and it's at a bad number. And and like while he's explaining this to Bakura, the dice are just constantly spinning. So he's good at it's dice Beyblade. Yeah, he one of them stops, lands on a bad thing, then the other die hits it and it resumes it resumes rolling and it's it's like it's supposed to help somehow, but it just it feels like even worse odds to tell you the truth. No, it's 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 basically a surefire way to get like a good roll. Um I don't I don't we don't need to explain it. But yeah, basically Yami's like really good at games and can throw dice to get whatever roll he wants because he's good at games. He's good at games. Are you rolling dice, Sarah? I'm trying to see if I can. Oh, I did it! I did you do it? Did it? Well, no, I did. Oh, I did with one dice. I only I have think one I dice. I did that once. Sarah is Yami confirmed. Oh yeah, and he like stops it by hitting the table with his elbow. And let's see. So mm-hmm. the next. And he thing... basically he calls Bakura out for like doing the same thing. He's like, "See, I can cheat too. I can cheat too, idiot. You're not special." Like Bakura's like, "Oh god damn it! Fine, just drop the dice," which is just pretty much dice rolling. 101 in fucking RPGs. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I think I really, like, I, I my throat whenever I screamed yeah. because I managed to make it like a D10 spin like a top because I didn't think that was possible. Um, You're a real game master. Like, I'm just... My next note is just nothing really happens here. They just go to Zerk's castle and like take some monsters along the way. I just yeah. like zoned out for this part. I was like, what's happening right now? So like they get the dragon on their side and at some point Miho starts complaining that it's her feet are tired, so Tristan decides to give her a piggyback ride. And it's cute. To tell you the truth, I'm not against this because, like, there were some times in RPG campaigns where I like did that with my big dragon, my big dragonborn character, where I would just have like the smaller perceptive guy walk right on my shoulders. 
That's it, it, that's they're like some me. sort of mega person. I would have like the halfling rogue ride on my dragonborn paladin's shoulder so he could get a better view of things. Yeah, I think game playing. Yeah. Uh, this um, um so yeah, they, Honda they, they is get... like unlike Anzu's body, Miho Chan's body is not suited for such a savage adventure. And Anzu replied replied, I guess I'm just a savage, which Yeah. Oh my Honda. Anzu's savage for that one. I mean, we all know Miho is like the savagest character of the series, but why Miho has the higher power level. Yeah, and Anzu is like the peak of human performance. You know, <laughs> you may not like. Sorry, it. guys. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Um. um so they, yeah, you, you get some tune thousand dragon. Yeah. Um. Uh, they they make it to Zork's castle. Um. And the Zork has to, like, folds out on the table when it shows up, which is really cool. Because yeah. Jen Bakura is a master craftsman. So good. Um, and, like, like Yami Bakura is just like, oh, but can you get past the traps? Ho, 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 ho. Um, I can, Sarah, I can hear you putting your hand up to your face and doing that anime <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Thank you. That oh, was yeah. exactly what I did. Okay. Um, the Ohime laugh is very good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't so- do any goddamn perception rolls. Yeah, they don't. They don't. I mean, no one. No one told them that you gotta check for traps. Um, so they just like decide to go up some like a tower, and there's like a little plinth which to like ooh, ooh ships on the side, like two U ships. Ooh, what's this? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Yami is kind of like looking at this, like, hmm, they, that has to. That's gotta mean something. I mean, meanwhile, all five of them stupidly walk into this very cramped so space. Funny. Yami figures it out. He's like, do I enter the tower? And then Jinochi just turns around. He's like, but we're already inside. <laughs> I think Yami like, already would probably did it, dude. have an easier time noticing traps just because, like, if fa- if fan- Egyptian fantasy stuff is... If this goes off Egyptian fantasy rules, he probably had some traps in his tomb. Oh, absolutely, he did. Yeah, he, d- he'd like, he does very much have traps in his tomb. And they're, they're, very, they're far cooler traps than this. Yeah, it's very explicitly shown. Maybe this is just like too low brow a trap for for Yami. He's like, that's that can't be a trap. That just looks shit. Like where are the cool my like, traps all involve critical? Where thinking. are the guillotines? Yeah, exactly. Where are the weird puzzles you need to solve? Yeah. So yeah. basically, yeah. they they walk in the tower and like a ceiling of spikes comes coming crashing down on them, and they um, die immediately. And here we get to possibly the best moment of these episodes mm-hmm. <laughs> because I we all figured out the exact same thing at this part. Bakura is a benevolent DM, so he's like, don't worry, I won't crush them all. I don't do insta-kills. Yeah, he's a good game master, actually. (laughs) This evil game master is less adversarial than some not-evil game masters. (laughs) Really? He's like, like, I'm not going to do insta-kills. Like, you have a chance to save them all. Don't worry about it. Get your panties out of a twist. Um, And he's like, you have three chances to roll the right number needed to create a pillar in the middle here. I mean, this puzzle is good because, you know, the answer to it could have potentially canonically been 69, but this puzzle is also really fucking bad because it doesn't actually require any critical thinking to solve because like, even if you figure out what the funny sex number it's supposed to be, you just you still have to roll the dice and get the number on that. So what's the point? I'm so mad. It, it occurs like the kid who's like, I'm not technically touching you when his finger's right in your face because like, <laughs> yeah, you have to roll the number, but like you're not gonna roll it. Like it's still an yeah. insta kill trap. Unless so you're the bullshit. king of games. 
Unless I you also can... have number changing magic in your party. Unless you have capitalism on your side. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah, that for 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 listeners, the um, puzzle is there's a plinth on oh, the, right. coming up from the ground that <laughs> has two U shapes on the top of it, and then there's a plinth coming out from the ceiling which has two upside down U shapes on it, and then there's a gap in the middle which can be filled in by. You know, any number of ships, but mostly the ships that makes up the number six and the number nine. Um, yeah. And then that they, the sort of, what you have to do is to roll the correct number. No, you have to roll that number on the dice to, to get <laughs> um, the funny sex number, um, which is exactly what happens. Yes. Um, okay. So he rolls a 66, which is not the funny sex number that Bakura was looking for. Um, two thirds of the hell number, though. It is. It is that, um, and it's the the Jedi killing number. So I don't think it was Miho's capitalist part of her, but her fairy part. Yeah, that like change the number of a roll. So, like, yeah, in the middle, like, so he has three chances to to get this roll, and each of those rolls is technically the turn of one of the the player characters. Miho was one of them. And the first role that Yami does is a critical role. So um, even though it's not the number that they were looking for, uh, it does activate Miho's ability, which is to change the number of a role, um, which she changes to 99, solving the puzzle. And that's it. It is good because in the uh, round before this, um, like, Genoichi has like a little like kind of shouts at Miho like why did you pick fairy merchant like what kind of bullshit yeah. class was merchant and Miho's just like I just thought I, I could get money in money. game and Joey does Idiot Joey Miho. is like you're you're such a capitalist why don't you yeah. believe in socialism read marks and like and then like as it goes on because they got the cr- the critical fail then Zork shows up they he like sets them on fire for a second and there's like this moment of there's like some tension going on, but they solve the puzzle, and but Zork's there. You solve so the puzzle, and now then they have Zork to deal is still with that. Like, hanging out. Um, yeah. So basically, what happens is they. What is it? I think like, is this when the mind eye show up? Uh, no, no. Um, this is when uh, basically, so like they they kind of solve the puzzle at the same time as um. Uh, like Bakura rules for random encounters, which is like there's like a ninety percent chance that Zork is going to show up. Zork yeah. shows up and like does a hit onto them, um, and there's kind of like a ooh, loads of smoke. Are they dead? Da, da, da. But actually, um, because the puzzle was solved and they aren't being crushed, um, they have this necessary speed to like run away from Zork's attack and get behind him. So actually, they're fine. Um, and then there's a cool moment where they're like, ah, we live, we're not alive. Or I mean, no, we're not dead. The, the other thing that is the opposite of that. Um, and then they unleash a round of super awesome attacks on Zork. Yami gets like a fuck ton of crits because he believes in his dice. It's very good. Yami's theme is playing. He, I'm living. He says, the quote is, everyone's outraged hearts. I grip them in these hands with the dice. Very good Ugh. is the thing. And they're all like, oh, fuck yeah, we won. Except they fucking didn't win. No, you didn't, because level one's getting crits on the final boss. Still doesn't do that much damage. Yeah. Yeah, Because Bucker is a bad game master who doesn't know how to balance an encounter. Yeah, Zork's CR is a little high for this one. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. He's probably like level what sixty nine, maybe. I think I then the episode ends here. Wait. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's, it's like a cliffhanger where they're like, oh, fuck, this guy die? is way too high level for us to kill. Um, and then episode 27 starts. Friendship uh, from legend into myth. Those words oh, mean yeah. the same thing. Um, yeah, pretty, I guess, pretty much. I guess, yeah. Basically. Like, I, it would it'd be like from legend into reality, maybe, but like from legend into myth, like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Or like, I mean, From... I would say that myth is uh, like a longer term thing than yeah. um, legend, like because it goes. I was going like maybe something that's like that's just like going from a rumor to to a thing of legends. Okay. Um, the the correct order is if I if I just you know read it to you. Um, the wheel of time turns and ages come on past, leaving memories that become legend. Legend favors to myth, and even myth is long forgotten when the ages that gave it birth comes again. Thanks. Terry Pratchett. That's very helpful. All the wheel of time fans out there. Yes. Um, Terry, Terry Pratchett guest on our podcast. <laughs> Terry Pratchett, who wrote the wheel of time. Thank you. Um, God, that would be so good, though. Anyway. Uh, oh God, about- I can't even imagine. Very good things that Bakuris says at the start of this episode, which is like... I am the game master. No, that's not it. Um, he says because he's like, oh yes, he's like, because um, they're like they're kind of fucked. And yeah, oh, the yeah. gang are like, oh shit, we're gonna die. Blah blah blah. And Bakura is like, this whole world was created by me, the game master. I am the law, the ruler, God. And you know, like that's a mood. Like I fe- I feel that. You know, I do feel that. As as when I am dungeon mastering. I feel that. Leg. I feel more like I've got to make sure everyone's having a good time. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. But I feel like I got a lot of responsibility on my shoulders. Is your good dungeon master? That sounds oh. like a personal problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they're rolling again. So, like, they're they're going to attack simultaneously, and whoever rolls better gets to attack first. Mm. And mm-hmm. this this is when the bad dice happen. He opens a secret drawer. He's got the secret drawer with the secret enemies and the secret dice. Yeah, he's like, not yeah. only have I put their souls into these figures, but I've also put their souls into these dice, and I can command the dice to basically get any role I want to. That's mind dice. He gets mind, mind control dice. loaded dice. And like, it's really good. He's a good. He's a good this DM. Is, this is where they're at, like one one help HP, right? No, yeah. they do the attack. I think that Zork gets the attack first because he gets a crit, and then so yeah, he okay. rolls. Zork gets the crit, so he attacks first. Um, like does you know Zork blast or whatever the hell? He does power is. word kill, and they all instantly <laughs> die. Um, or and it's really sad because like Yami is like just thinks they've all died, and like he's really he's like fucking shook. I'm like, oh. It's very good to see Yami actually like on the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. Hitachi found dead in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I know part of it is like what it turns out is everyone's actually just down to one HP somehow. Exactly one HP. So yeah. Bakura tries to roll the mind dice again, but uh oh. It doesn't work in his favor somehow. He's like, what? There's something else at hand. Full-on fumbles. 
it's it's the left it's the left arm that's doing it because that's where Zork got injured. And then, like, mm. well, this actually ha- starts to happen first, but like, his left hand gets control and it starts typing out, "I am Rio Bakura. I want my, f- I want to help my friends," or something like that. It's really it's, good. It's, it's Indigo Montoya. My name is Rio Bakura. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> yes, it's really good. Yeah. So there's like a kind of a little moment. Not it doesn't quite get like this at this point, but there is a kind of like Evil Dead. To style where like he's kind of fighting his own hand because um, he no longer has control of it. Yeah, it's um, it's um it's basically like in Metal Gear when Liquid's ha- when Liquid's hand was on Ocelot. I live on through this hand, brother. All right. So basically, yeah, Bakura is fighting back from inside himself, controlling his own arm. Um, uh, Yami rolls like a super crit and. And Anzu just like gives a full heal to everyone, and everyone's just like so happy, and they feel energized more than they've ever felt. Oh yeah, this is where my favorite line in these entire episodes comes in because like Anzu and Zork have like the same initiative, so they like roll off to see who goes first, and like Bakura just rolls with his um, magic dice, um, but I think has used his left hand, and like Yami has rolled at the same time. Um, and Bakura is like so sure that he's gonna get a super critical, he doesn't even bother looking the, the, at the dice, and is like, "Ah, I win!" And then Yami is like, "Do you have holes for eyes?" Yeah. <laughs> Are you dense? <laughs> Can you see, idiot? <laughs> Actually, he rolled a ten, and it's very good. Anzu casts mask your wounds, and everyone just like feels much better. Yeah. And um, do you have holes for eyes? Was nearly my like uh, nickname for this episode. Do you have holes for eyes? Very good. Do you really have good. holes for eyes and feet for hands? <laughs> anyway, at, <laughs> at this point, Bakura sort of has clued in on himself that like Rio is becoming too much of a nuisance. Yeah. So he start. He moves like the laptop that he's been putting all this info in. So the left kind of like this like spreadsheet because of course you got to do that for an RPG. It's just. There's just so much paperwork. He's like, a good so he DM. Just, He's a good so he DM. He has to like push the laptop so that only his right hand can touch it. And mm-hmm. like, he's a good DM when he's not being a bad DM. And then suddenly Yugi and Yami get an idea. I think it might have been Yugi who got the idea and gave it to Yami, which is wait. Well, actually, no. First, before sorry, before oh, that before happens, that? he actually yeah the the spire. Now, how do we yeah. stop someone from inside ourselves from cha- like controlling yeah. ourselves? I know. I'm so, time. so Bakura takes his left hand and there is a spire on the castle and he uh. shoves his left hand through it. Uh. Like, yeah. How does that um, feel for you, Bakura? Like, yes, really good yes. Okay, wait, 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 wait. This is my other... Okay, so Ooh. this was one of the first chapters of like shonen jump that i own i still have this issue of shonen jump that has this chapter in it because this is the english translation of what happens here is my possibly favorite line of any piece of media ever (laughs) so bakura has just done it there's like blood gushing from this hand wound and he's looking down at his left hand like snarling and he's like how do you like that, Rio Bakura? How does the durable poly resin feel? 
That's really good. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. And again, I read scanlations for this, so I know that's not what actually is being said there. But like, it's better that way. Though. That is, it is the official English translation. How do you like that, Rio Bakura? How does the durable poly resin feel? <laughs> and, Such a craftsman. At it, which point, like across the table, Yami's like, "Wait a minute! Did he just say Rio Bakura? Like, that's not Bakura." So yeah. like, so like Yami clues in now that like Bakura is getting possessed, um, and that's yeah. when he and Yugi have this great idea. Reach into your local demon lord, and you will literally find a friend and a boy. Didn't we already use that for a different? We already fucking title? used it, but this time Damn it literally it. happens. Oh, that's so. Yeah, this is when the Chekhov's gun goes off because the wound that they dealt to Zork earlier is basically like how Rio's able to control Bakura. So they're like, if we keep on attacking that, maybe Bakura will hop out of it. I love like, this. That's what, happens so much. That's what they so, do, and like. Yeah. Yugi, looks- Yugi tries, so Yugi specifically uses his beast taming move, and Bakura's like, haha, you dumb idiots, like, that's not gonna work on Zork. Um, and then oh. Yami's like, I'm not doing it on Zork, you dumb idiot. Mm-hmm. And um, he, like, they, like, shove a glove into, like, Zork's arm womb and pull out a boy. Just a handsome boy. Out of there. A handsome boy of many talents. A friend and a boy. So yeah, it's so White, Wizard White Mage Bakura is here now. It's really good. I love his little hat thing he wears. I love all their minis are so cute. I, I like. I want, that, I want them in IRL. They don't really. They don't really mention it here either. But like in the manga, like everyone else is level one, but like White Mage Bakura is level twelve. Oh yeah, he's experienced. He's played this yeah. game a lot before. He's been living so. with this nasty gremlin his whole life and can fuck it up. Yes. Has it been his whole life? Since I'm, he was like know. 10. Okay. So well, He hasn't been able to remove it because the Millennium Ring very much does like stab itself into Bakura's chest. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> talked about that. Oh yeah, that was bad. I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's Rio ends the series with many, many scars. Yeah. One on his chest, one on his left hand, and one on his right arm, so... He'll be fine. Like this is not a thing in the main series, is it? Like it just kind of like the Millennium Ring just I like don't hangs think so. there. I think it just kind of dangles. Uh, yeah, it's not a ma- it's not a thing in the main series, and it doesn't really. Well, what's what I find really interesting, and that doesn't get included in the main series at all, and which is why in the main series these guys are such like weird, confusing characters. Like, why does Rio help Bakura like build the? final RPG, why does he keep putting the ring on, etc. Um, they don't have conversations in the main series at all. In the yeah. manga, they, like, <laughs> talk to each other. And you can see Bakura, like, manipulating him. There's, like, a part in Duelist Kingdom when they're in a labyrinth and they're, like, all going to get stuck there. And Bakura goes to him, he, like, speaks to the ring and is like, listen, either you can trust me or you don't trust me, and you don't put the ring back on, and all your friends die. Okay, yeah. well, that's the worst that can happen. Um, actually, because my plan is, whenever we get on to do this Kingdom in, and the main series, is to, like, read the manga along with. Yeah. Um, and kind of see how things contrast. So it's just, um, like, like, they have an interesting relationship in the manga. They actually talk to each other, and you can see why 
like Rio does some of the confusing things that he does when he knows he's being possessed by a malevolent spirit. Um, it's like a cool anyway. juxtaposition between like Yuhi and Yami and then yeah. and Zork. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's interesting. Um, but in any case, um, what, what, what were we even talking about with this episode? Um, yeah. Bakura, the, you, you yeah. pulls Bakura out of the arm of Zork. Yeah, yeah. and then Zork transforms into his final form. Yeah, he goes from Toon Summon Skull into just regular Summon Skull. Yeah, You haven't even seen my final form yet. <laughs> um, and so, like, like Bakura rules, it's a super critical, and, like, Zork's gonna fuck shit up, right? His, his um, chest butthole opens up. His chest... Thanks. Thank nice. you. No, nice. that was a good one. You know, I I'm wish Bakura could have protected me from that. But instead, <laughs> um, uh, Rio even uh, Rio protects the gang um, from Zork's super critical big bad hit, um, and like he just from has Zork's like Infinity Big Bang Storm. He like he like converts his health into mana in order to like keep the shield up. So when the attack is finished, Bakur is like barely hanging on. In the again a, a comparison for the manga, in the manga he actually sacrifices his experience oh. levels. Oh. oh, so he's level twelve, and then he takes this hit, and he goes all the way down to being level one again. Huh. And they're and like, then it is an even fight. And then, and like Yugitachi's like, no, don't do it. You worked so hard to get to level twelve, and Rio's <laughs> like, you're gonna die. Yeah, so... and like he he um ends up with like one hit point left and Anzu's like, Oh my god, I'll I'll hit don't you worry, I'll heal you on the next turn and Rio's like, uh like bitch, you're all gonna fucking die unless you finish Zork on the next turn, so get to it, which you know yeah. solid tactics there. But Kuru's a real gamer. They keep on calling his weak point an emission spot, which is bad to hear Ugh. also. Oh. That he wasn't even not... me making a joke. That's just what they call Did not My version has that. like my version of the subtitles had like they change the font for whenever they name an attack, and it, it's weird. But yeah, it no, it's cool. yeah, it, it's like a fun little thing. Yeah, we must have had the same subs because that was it was like fun yeah. to see. Yeah, it, like they, they definitely put a lot more effort into this one. So there's at this point that I think Yugi and Yami have a little chat where Yugi's like, "Oh no, final form," and Yami's like, "Aha!" But he hasn't turned into this form before because he must have a weak spot, and then they see that it's the weird. Butthole in his chest. Yes, yes. Don't let me say it again. We already said it once. It's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, weak spot is closing. Um, they gotta be quick. Uh, yep, so we, we gotta get in there. And Pokey! Kirby sacrifices himself. Pokey! Pokey! Right, friend! Like, Making the noblest Pokey. sacrifice. And so he's sort of, he's, he's in the uh, emission spot, uh, yes, holding it open. And and he's just like you have to you have to shoot me. I I'll make a sacrifice. And Joey's just like we can't defeat evil if we do it by selling out our comrades' lives. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Again, we we stand a socialist legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We cannot defeat capitalism if we do it by selling out our comrades' lives. Yeah, and and, and Yugi has a much better idea. Instead of shooting Pokey, we're going to use his magic hand. To simultaneously grab Pokey and punch through Zork. Zork catches those hands. Yeah, oh, Zork absolutely <laughs> catches that hand. Rocket piece. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just it's good to see um, big hand punch Zork like right through the chest, and then like it flies out the other side, and like Pookie's inside it, like yeah. Specifically, <laughs> this like this goofy Mickey Mouse hand. Yeah, like they're just these fun little gloves, and I love them. Um, yeah, and then, and then I, I wrote, "This is a heated gaming moment." <laughs> this is a heated gaming moment. Yeah. Except all of them are good and wouldn't say bad words. Yeah. 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 Um, Joey, think attacks again, and it's like a good hit, but it's not quite enough to finish Zork off. So it all comes down to this big final roll. Anzu and, and like... Zork have to roll off for initiative again. And, like... and at this point, like Ryu has like basically swapped out or hidden the mind dice, so he can't like guarantee a success on this roll. Yeah. Something about offshoot dice. Yeah, he does oh, something yeah. fucked up instead. Basically, in order to ensure a successful roll, he will drag them all to hell with him by putting mm-hmm. uh, his soul into the dice. This oh, is yeah. the first of many times that he does this in the series, also. Oh my and god, I want to see more of this. That's really good oh to god. hear. And it, it, it is implied that this is um, an ability specific to the ring. Yeah, um, oh, the ability like to to divide souls. Mm. So, yeah, like this is not the last time Bakura splits like a part of himself off and puts it I into say, something else. I want to see more of it. You will hmm. in several hundred episodes. Yeah, oh, I, I will when I'm like thirty. Yeah, right. Um, Here, hey, it's only going to be like three years. It's only okay. three years. <laughs> so, three years. Um, I think I. I I need to write down who said these quotes, but basically, um, Zork says, your next adventure will be in hell. As he, like, throws the dice. Because he's like, he's going to die. And uh, the the line from from Yami uh, is like, I've received everyone's passion. I will put everything into these dice. I will win. Like, fuck yeah. Nothing is impossible as long as we care for our friends. Yeah. And I think he, before he rolls, No matter what. No matter, no matter what, what. <laughs> um, no matter what, Yami's like dice answer our hearts, which I mean is a mood, and like he gets uh, super critical zero zero, um, mm-hmm. and it's a, the vibe in the room is like, all right, okay, got a super critical, I'm fine, unless Bakura also gets a super critical, um, but wait, Nani, um, Bakura does get a super critical, <gasps> however, yes. however. Unless they, they start cracking, they cause... start cracking because Rio also puts his soul into the dice to prevent him from from getting yeah. the super critical. I won't let and you like, kill my like friends. The power he has of literal exploding dice. Yeah, oh because everyone else, like like Bakra, is like you know taking the hit, and then everyone else shows up. It's just like basically everyone's soul overpowers Zorks, and it is. Mm-hmm. Can I say it's really good to see? It yeah. is really good, and I actually I prefer it to the manga version where Rio just sort of mick dies. Oh, uh, yeah, that's no. uh, kind of a sad one, huh? He so yeah, he's like he's like, listen, I'm gonna sacrifice, like I'm going to shatter these dice by shattering my soul. Fuck you! I can you. break these cuffs. I can break these dice. Yeah, um, and that's exactly what he does. Um, God, and he's like. And so, like, he shatters the dice, and at the very last instant, this is sort of... Anyone who watched, like, the Duelist Kingdom duel, this should be familiar, but, like, at the last instant, 
uh, like Yami uses the puzzle to restore Rio's Rio's soul. Yeah. Instead, instead of like he banishes Bakuras into like the dice, and like restores Rio into his body. Oh, that's um, really good. But yeah, no, they don't like his friends don't show up. He just like dies. Goodbye, Bakura. And like yeah. I really, so, I really love how like the like because um, Bakura shows up and is or Rio shows up and is like um, you can't kill my friends, blah blah blah, and like. Evil Bakura is like, oh, you can't do this. I'm going to use my Millennium Ring to drive your soul into like hell. Um, and then like Yugi's soul and Joey's soul and Azu's soul like show up. And he's kind of like, how are you able to do this? And it's just like, the explanation is just, that's how friendship be. It's just Power like friendship, that. baby. That's, yeah. that's what friendship power. is like. So they break the dice, and Yami's like, you don't have dice. You can't go first, idiot. Yeah, those are in the rules of DD. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it, it's 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 I I think it's a technicality, but uh, yeah, no, it checks out. Can't roll. Yeah. Um. Oh, can I just Anzu. say I've got one joke for this episode, and it's that Anzu kills Zork using the final move, um, final Big Bang, drawing strength from the fact that uh, Big Bang Theory is ending at last, and we should all be really happy about that. Yeah. That's, oh, that's a good. Mm, that's a good one, yeah, Sarah. That's Thank true. I, that's did one. One. I did one. I did one. Um. Yeah, so she she uses final big bang and Zork is just fuck is is mic annihilated. Um, <laughs> it's good to see they win the game. They all like like one by one wake up. Yeah, and, like, the they millennium see, falls to the floor. They wake up and see Yugi on the other side of the table with Bakura. It's oh, it's so good. Yeah, they won D and D. They won it. They yeah. they beat D and D. Speed run, beat D and D. They climbed that whole mountain. I yeah. love the Adventure Zone finale. They, <laughs> they ultimately do like this. They ju- what happens next is just this sort of little epilogue. Oh, it's like, so sweet. And it's like playing the opening in the background. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's like every anime, it needs to be law that every anime has to have the final episode play the opening in some capacity. Yeah, since this is the final uh, episode um, for for this for for season for our season zero, I um you gotta edit in like the like yeah our you opening intro yeah up. like it's it's playing right now. Can you hear it? Listen. Yeah, can, can, can you hear it? Oh, it, yeah, that's that's oh, absolutely man. how we manage it. I've I've had Kawaita's um Sakebi on like my iPod for a decade or so, so I know it went off, but it's I a forgot. Forever banger. I forgot how good the ending is as well. Yeah. I'm gonna like, miss it so much. Curious here, but it also means that everyone else occurs sealed away. Yeah, there's like the gym back back. Why couldn't we have left him there? He deserved oh, to be oh, yeah. there. I forgot. Maybe, but Bakura's old friends. It also means Bakura's old friends are probably back in their bodies. Yeah, who cares though? Bakura has new friends now, so we don't need to worry Bakura's about it. Does he know? <laughs> he's got. He's got friends. He and has like a diorama. He made a diorama of all of their game characters and also Yami and like It's oh like a picture God. of Yami and he's holding a one of the D10s. And it's like it's a good. real size D10 with like a mini Yami, so like the D10 is just like the size of a soccer ball. Just like my really big dice, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash really big dice. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, and it does like it zooms in on Yami and it's like the So I yeah. can fly at higher game. And, and then like it, it yes, does the credits, yeah. but it does the credits, and at the end of the credits, instead of like a preview, it's just 
VN. VN. Uh. Or for us, the end question mark. For us, it's only the beginning. <laughs> oh my um, god! Hey, I'm I'm love Yu Gi Oh. I love Yu Gi Oh so very much. Very good. I'm so glad. I don't know why. Every I, I mean, I guess it's because of Netflix. But like, I'm yes. so I feel so validated in the year of our Lord 2018 that everybody else is finally getting on my level. Yeah. The biggest yeah. problem with us starting this podcast and getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! is that I can't binge watch it. At least we get to watch two-parters and shit. Yeah, it, the next season's gonna be weird of how we, like, space the episodes out. We'll talk about that later. Um, You're not gonna do questions this week, however. Um, there is one, there is, like, there's a few long questions that we'll get to in the wrap-up episode um, next week. Um, however, Anonymous did say to Pot of Greed, uh, Pot of Greed, what's funnier than 68? <laughs> it's 69. What is funnier than 68? It's 27. The, the alternative 25. sex number. Yeah, okay. Um, so, um, yeah, that's the only uh, question I'm going to read out. Yeah, um, we, have, we have questions can... from everyone. We have those ready. Um, but, yeah, we'll go over those when we do a slightly shorter episode because, yeah, yeah we're it's like an hour and a half long recording right now. So yeah. This is actually shorter than uh, I thought we'd go. So, <laughs> yeah. like, plugs Let, now, Let's or... just real quick go through the plugs and everything. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I just want to throw like a quick shout out to uh, Gextra Life, the the annual Extra Life event hosted by Chip Cheese and General Ironicus Voidburger and Snuggle Beast. You can look that up at Gextra.life. They'll probably be posting like videos and stuff on Chip Cheese MLP. Yeah, so you can contact me at Mike Dawson with a zero on tumblr.com you can contact me at mike underscore dawson with a zero on twitter you can contact my comedy blog xbox underscore holiday i'm sarah mccostumes on pretty much everything i'm cosmemer on tumblr uh my other podcast is on pick uh we're talking about clothes and my etsy shop is really big dice yeah um yeah, yeah. um i'm max i'm max Vigilion on twitter and tumblr and Audrey, yeah, uh, I'm, plug? yeah um, I'm Audrey. You can find me on uh, Tumblr at Jewish Levi Ackerman and on Twitter at it's Jewish Jew, Jewish Levi. And I'm uh, my other podcast is uh, an actual play podcast, Dungeons and Lesbians. Uh, you can find us on Tumblr at Dungeons and Lesbians Tumblr.com on uh, Twitter at DNL Podcast. Um, any questions you have, you can email to dnlpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we are basically everywhere on iTunes, Stitcher, etc. So um, we're on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, but uh, do give us a look at We're all lesbians. We play D&D. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. love those so- lesbians. Also, you can use the, co- the discount code DNLcast for my Etsy shop. Because I sponsored Dungeons and Lesbians. Yeah. So, so that's that's Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, yeah, ne- like I said, uh, we mentioned that next week is going to be like a wrap-up episode. Um, I'll put the call out for like more just general questions about the whole season. Um, and I guess that will do it. Yeah, an hour and yeah. a half recording. I will have to cut this one down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Sweet. Oh, that's a as- podcast. I'm going to read his videos. Oh, that's a podcast. Um. So as as as. Audrey, as we always say at the end of our episodes, uh, 
Norman Reedus booty ass dirt hand slap prince ass naked butt ass naked ass out mud covered booty ass naked ass out butt ass.